Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Father God, 
Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Deadline. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord and...
praise God. Ain't no stopping us now. Father God, I thank you. We will pursue. We will overtake in the name of Jesus. Father, this morning, I just say have your way. Have your way. We're going to follow you. Whichever way you lead us, we're going to follow you with the help of your own Holy Spirit. Thank you this morning for life, health, strength, skill, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Those of you on the blog talk, you couldn't see what I was writing on the speaker chat room. So I'm going to read it to you. As that song was playing, I wrote, don't you let no thing, no devils, no demons, no evil human spirits stand in your way. No thing, they said nothing, no thing, don't let no thing stand in your way. Press, press your way on through, press your way on through, we're breaking our way through. I said, we know where we're going. And we know where we're going to end up victorious. Amen. So I don't, I get, I don't, you know, <laughs> we do know where we're going to end up victorious. As long as we stand. Now, I want to tell you something. A couple of people left the tail line. They haven't been on here very long anyway, but they left the tail line because of that. Because I let people know where I stand yesterday. See, if 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 people don't know where you stand, then they can't make good decisions based on what, what their intent is and, and based on what their agenda is. So when certain people found out where I stand with the Cindy Trim thing, they said, uh, bye. And I said, see you later. A um, couple people told Jessica, take them off the healing home list. Well, they were never on the healing home list because there is no healing home list. This ministry is the headline. The healing home is just... <clears throat> The healing home is just a blessing part of the tagline. Just like the fight club. Everything is still in place. And so my philosophy anyway is go where you can be fed. Be where you can be fed and know you in agreement. So I thought that was a good thing. And I thank the Lord for having um, the tagline members bring it up. I do. Because if you don't know where I'm coming from, why? You know, you don't want to be where you're not in agreement. Amen? And no, I'm not in agreement with uh, Dr. Cindy Trim and a, and a, a bunch of other people. 
Okay, you don't want to be double-minded because you see, that's why some of you need to kind of like get it resolved. Those ones that left, they they know. You know, one one person. I I hate to you think I hate to, I hate to see him go, but you gotta be where you are in agreement because now that's a couple of people less that I have to fight the demons in them in order to accomplish what I have to accomplish. I think it's a great thing. And so I just went on and blocked them. They said they wanted to go, goodbye. And that's what I always tell people. If you cannot be in agreement with the leadership, you need to go. So then the leader don't have to fight those demons in you in order to accomplish what God has given them to accomplish. Amen. You understand that? You shouldn't even be around people you don't agree with. What What is the point? What's the unnecessary spiritual battle that you're putting yourself through in order to overcome that negativity and the demons coming from the people that are not in agreement with you that are always going to be there. They're always going to be there and they're always going to be fighting you. Sometimes it's better to tell them, hey, so long, see you later, goodbye. Then you don't have to fight them unnecessary battles. I still have hundreds of people on the waiting list to come to the healing home. And then somebody get mad because they call up. I haven't, I don't even know them call up, want to come to the healing home. And because I don't get them in fast enough, then they become my enemy. Goodbye. Because you know what? I'm always going to deal with the life-threatening situations first. I'm always going to deal with the people that God say, you got to help this person here right now. And we all trust God, don't we? I trust God that he's not going to let one of you fall. I trust God he's not going to let one of you um, leave this earth before your time. I trust God. I trust God with your life. I trust God with your deliverance. I trust God with your healing. Because I know I'm just nothing but a facilitator. I can't save nobody. I can't heal nobody. I I can be instrumental in their salvation, in their healing, and especially because I love so much in their deliverance or in their exorcism. So it doesn't bother me. People say, well, you know, you see, you don't, you see this name used to be there. And they're gone somewhere else where God can get them more of what they need. That's really how I feel about it. They're gone somewhere else where they can be in agreement with whoever's ministry it is until God can set them in their own ministry. That's what it's about anyway. Just like that lady who came here that was being spiritually raped by her pastor. I said, why don't you start you a Bible study in your house? 
then why don't you go ahead and let the Lord perfect you in your ministry? I wouldn't tolerate that. And your husband laying right there being put in a stupor by a, a succubus or incubus so that a human spirit can sexually molest you. Don't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. And then some women wonder why they have um, female problems because it's demons. It's demons. It's demonic deposit in your womb, in your uterus. That stuff has to go. And we got to be real. It's time for us to be real. Everybody is not for everybody. But the word of God is for everybody. That's why, you know, you can listen to the word of God and be blessed. But then you just have to deal with, you know, the old saying used to be what? Eat the meat, spit out the bones. But now you got to, if you eat the meat, you got to rebuke the demons, the demonic spirits accompanying the meat. Amen. I want to tell you, I got, um, oh, oh, yeah, I got to really tell you this. There's some people here at the healing home. And these are Ted Liners that have been Ted Liners a long time. See, a lot of Ted Liners never, ever come in the, in the chat room. A lot of Ted Liners started on the blog talk. They still on the blog talk. They never come over here. They never... They don't even think about the chat room. They listen through the blog talk. But let me tell you what's happening right now. And see, the other thing is God always sends me a challenge. And it's always something I got to research. I got to find out how did this happen. I have some people here who are from their their culture is um, I think that's West Africa anyway they're from Tunisia Tunisia which is near Carthage but it's West Africa it's Arabic Arabic nation Africa. And I'm dealing with a curse, believe it or not, that was put on one of the citizens by the president, by a man who later became the president of the nation. And remember how I was about to get into, you know, God set you up. I was about to get into soul exchange. Well, it seems that the president of this nation was an uneducated man. 
but he became the president through uh, military insurgencies. Oh, thank you, Bola. North Africa through military um, insurgencies. <clears throat> and it seems that, um, believe it or not, that when I when I research, I had to I had to pray and research all night. I can't talk a whole lot about it until I give it to them <clears throat> today. <clears throat> but I learned so much about witchcraft that I didn't even know. It, it, it seems like that's what God is doing. And remember, I was just beginning to talk about soul exchange and that kind of thing. That's what this man did to this other man. And it, the familiar spirit passed down to his son. This one here is going to be a mystery. It's already a mystery because I had to spend hours in research just to be able to wrap my head around and get my Holy Spirit in tune with what God is about to reveal. But do you know, I can't wait to do the deliverance today. We started it yesterday, and it just, it just began to unfold and unfold. And so what I had to do is I had to Stop the deliverance, like like they flew in from California, and I had to tell them, go go to healing home, watch the gospel of John and rest. I'm me and Jose gonna go and dig into this, and we're gonna do the research. And the interesting thing is. A lot of what some of you all mentioned in the prayer came up and has come up in this deliverance. Isn't that something? Yeah, it's something. So I think I think Jessica um has finished compiling all of your words, but you just it's amazing. I'm, I'm not amazed because God says he'll do nothing before informing his prophet. But when God opens up this kind of, this level that's going back to what? Those Egyptian gods and God. Remember, Egypt is in Africa. And going back, I mean, this, the, the this, these people's history, their lineage is uh, researchable 30,000 years old. 30,000. So that means that they could have demons 30,000 and they're desert, a desert. Um, their, their 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 history is it's from the desert. So 
God doesn't allow, and, and, and some of us are, we just got to get there. That's why I say nothing's going to stop us. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. And, and each one of you, see, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm, I don't have a lot of friends, but the friends I do have have powerful ministries. And they're serious about getting people free for real, like I am. So I'm, I'm going to be amazed, and I'll let you know tomorrow. And uh, we're gonna get try to get you a copy of that list. Uh, I think I think a few more people had to be added, but I'm I'm so thankful to God that He will never He will never let anything come up upon you unaware. He won't do that. And I'm sorry that people take things so. Personally, do you understand that we, this ministry right here, maybe you don't understand this one. This ministry right here minister people, ministers to people from all over the world. And you know what? God is the one that sends them and opens up the deadline to them. Because there's some people that are real serious about they walk with God. Some people, because of their very culture, they can't help but want the fullness of God. Because of their very genealogy, they got to go deeper than John 3.16. I love John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him what? shall live and have life eternally. But this ministry, we deal with all kind of people. And there are a lot of people that, that just, they're anonymous on here. I mean, actors, actresses, doctors, lawyers, therapists, all kind of people on here. And, and, um, Unreservedly, I'm going to minister to them, and unreservedly, I do minister to them. And they have all different kinds of situations. It's rich people on here. It's poor people on here. It's homeless people on here. I went to one person and I said, you're the person God told me to come here, the first person that we're going to sponsor to come here. And they said, oh, Sister Erica, I'm honored. I said, and, and you know what they said? They said, I got to talk to my husband about it because, you know, he's skeptical, blah, blah, blah. And then they sent me something back. Will you send me something to to show my no, show my husband. No, I won't. 
Your husband is your problem. My problem is the deadline. And if you can't do it, next, I'll pick the next person. No, I ain't sending you nothing to convince your husband of nothing. I ain't got to convince nobody of nothing. I spent 35 years building credibility in deliverance ministry. You know what? I will spend the rest of my time till I die building credibility in this type of spiritual freedom. But me convince your husband, oh, that ain't my job. I ain't convincing nobody. Another person got mad with me because I wasn't convinced. That is not my job. That's your job. If you can't convince your husband, I can. I feel like uh, who was it? The man uh, uh, um, Lazarus in Abraham's bosom. God said, "If I send somebody back, back from the dead, they still not gonna believe." And guess what? God has resurrected many people from the dead, and people still don't believe. So, no, I ain't doing that. I'm not going to step into place you the wild nothing. I ain't going to step into place where the hunting. That ain't my job. My job is to give you the message. Your job is to receive it or reject it. Do you know that's my only job? Really? That's, any, that's, that's all any minister's job really is. Deliver the message. Your job, believe it, receive it, accept it, reject it. It's so simple. It is that simple. That's why I remember I remember when I was being raised up. I used to see people going around, especially I was I was raised up in ministry around older people. Now I'm old. But I used to see them go loading their car up. It's okay to load your car up with children. But I would see them loading their car. I said, man, God, can't them people get a car? He said, yeah. If they would just work with me, they can get car, house, plane, whatever. <clears throat> so I learned way back then. If you want to get somewhere, you'll be there. If you want to do something, especially the benefit God, you'll do it. And if you don't do it, if you don't do it, you shouldn't have to pull, pride, cajole anybody to do anything with Christ. Because if you do, it ain't in them. And it ain't going to last. It won't. That's why we have, what, conversion. That's why we have, what, sanctification. That's why we have, what, a will. I will. Anything you will to do, you're going to do. Anything you will not to do, you won't do. And so that's why I don't do that. I don't romance people. Jesus said this, whosoever will, let them come. Sister Erica said, whosoever won't, let them go. And and that's not being mean. That's helping those. You see, when I was young, young, I said to my mother, my father, I said to everybody that knew me, I'm, I'm going to make a million dollars. I said, I'm going to make a million dollars. 
I said, and, and you know, a million dollars ain't nothing now. I said, I'm going to make a million dollars. I didn't say I was going to be a millionaire. I said, I'm going to make a million dollars. And by the time I was, I made it between 24 and 25. I did. And it almost killed me. I made it playing the stock market. (laughs) Stock market junkie. And that's how I lost it. Made it and lost it. Then I made it again, helping people with houses. And gave it all away and felt wonderful. And I've never been broke since. God doesn't take anything away from us to punish us. He will allow the devil to cash his paycheck. And then God will show you how to what how, how he pays you. Because only what you do for Christ will last anyway. So that's why I'm not bothered by, I'm not bothered by, you know, I, I'm not bothered by a lot of stuff a lot of people is bothered by. Because I really believe and I've done it and I've proved I can do all things through Christ who strengthens strengthens me. And I believe you can too. And that's why I try to help people. I was thinking about that. I had nobody to help me but Jesus. And Jesus would put people in my life with regard to the situation, with regard to the circumstances. And they would help me, and I would never, some of the people who helped me, I never saw them again in my whole life. And that's why I said, that's what I want to do, God. I want to I help, I want to help people without putting them in restraints, without locking them down. Because I went to so many places, so many people, and they want to put so many constraints on me. I'm just sharing with you this morning. And I felt like the Bible has showed me whom the Son says free is free indeed. The Bible has showed me be not entangled again into the yoke of bondage wherewith God has made you free. And then I realized a lot of deliverance ministers were telling people, you could be delivered, you could be delivered, you could be delivered. When do they get free? When do they get free so that they can go on and walk out there and fulfill their destiny? God God has you around somebody, namely me. Everything I've ever wanted to do in life, I did it. But I mean, but it's not like I wanted to do a whole bunch of things. I wanted to go around the world and make sure that you could go around the world. And I went around the world three times. Once with my inheritance that I got from my dad uh, uh, being killed in Vietnam. That's why I went to Vietnam. The second time I went because I was in Europe and it was cheaper to go. And the third time, no, the second time I went was the United States Army when the Army went from the draft to all volunteer. I was on the team 
that worked with the ad agency that I had to go to every post in the United States to help write the slogan to all volunteer armies. And then the last time I went just because I had missed a couple places, you know, like landing in the plane, walking around, meeting the people. And that's why I became a missionary and didn't, you know, my, I saw where you could really help people more in missions. Brothers and sisters, there is so much world to be used by God in. There's so much. Man. Man. Even if you just, and, 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 and at those times, I wasn't helping nobody else. I was helping myself. I was bringing to, the, to life, to reality, that this world was big and that, that it, I was educating myself by going in all these different countries and seeing real people, seeing um, the seven wonders. That, like I wanted to see the Taj Mahal. I wanted to know that it was real. I want to go to Vienna. I want to see the Swiss. I want to know the Alps were real. I even went to the Soviet Union when the wall, when the uh, iron, during the Iron Curtain. I went to China because I wanted to know that the Great Wall of China was real. That's the only reason I went. And then I, then I get, uh, you know, in the army and. Once again, God satisfied my <clears throat> desire to know. I'm a pioneer. I'm a, you know, I, I love adventure. And you know what? What? This is why, as a missionary, I could go by myself. Even after I got married, I met I met my husband on the mission field. God has so much more for you, but some of you just a little bit scared to move out your comfort zone. The Bible says the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Some of you got you wearing your feelings on your on your sleeve, you know. This person offended me. That you know, you you need to be so busy for God that can't nothing offend you. Because the devil, I had to you got to know the devil's job is to offend you and take you out. The devil's job is to take you away from the place that God has designated to bless you in. Remember that one? I don't know who I was talking to about that lion. He's a predator, and he spies the weakest person, and then he moves them away from the crowd or the herd, and then he attacks them. When the devil tell you you don't need to be somewhere, that's exactly where you need to be. When the devil tell you you can't do something, that's exactly what you need to accomplish. When the devil tell you to lay down and sleep, get up! Get up! The violent take it by force. 
The Bible says that you are an alien, a pilgrim, and a stranger in a foreign land. That's where you are right now on this earth. Some of us, we ain't never been in a foreign land where we couldn't, we the only one couldn't speak the language. In a foreign land where everybody pointing and looking at you. I never will forget. I used to wear a big afro. I was copying Angela Davis. And I went to Sutherland, Scotland. And the people would say, can I, do, can I touch your hair? I didn't know any better then. I would say, yeah, you could touch it if you want to. Man, I probably picked up so many demons in Scotland, it wasn't funny. Sutherland, Scotland. I never will forget when I went to Stonehenge and I looked at them big stones. I didn't know what the purpose. Now I know why God sent me there. I was going to the Isle of Way, and Stonehenge was in the way. I'll never forget these things that are in me. Later on, I had to learn about the demonic uh, principalities and powers over those areas. And I had to go back and think how I felt when I stood in the Vatican courtyard and realized I was standing in the middle of hell and didn't know it. I had to go back. Even now, I'm dealing with this and I can recall this because I've been to Morocco. I've been to Algiers. Jesus said that there are sheep of his fold that we don't know of. I'm telling you, you'll never know of them if you don't, if you don't allow yourself. And, and what is that called, Erica? It's just called obedience. He might not send you to Algiers. He might not send you um, to, I've been to Malta. And you know the interesting thing? The one place I didn't have any desire to go, because I was a heathen, was Israel. <laughs> Ain't that sick? That's how the devil do you. I didn't have any desire to go to Israel because during that time, all my friends were going to Israel. Not all of them, some of them, you know. Some of the Jewish ones were going to Israel because they had kibbutz, kibbutz or kibbutz. They were going there to rebuild Israel. They were going there to live a communal way of life. And I said, that's not for me. And I, ain't, I wasn't even interested in seeing it. Sick. See how the devil twists you? I'm just trying to talk to you a little bit this morning. Some of you will go on a vacation to the Caribbean or somewhere, and you won't go 
and find you a rabbi to sit down and talk to so you understand the culture that Jesus came from. Some of you, when you think you need a rest, you, you go rest in the devil's kingdom. I used to go to monasteries. They got monasteries right here in America that people go to for retreat. I, I've been to at least 50 of them because I wanted to see what it felt like to be in a community where people do nothing but worship God 24-7, 365 days a week. I want to understand that. The Bible says, in all you're getting, get understanding. I wanted to try. I was searching for God. I've been searching for God all my life. I found him. But I, the more I find him, the more I find that there is to find. I did not want to be a minister of nothing. Minister of nothing. No time. Because I come from a Baptist background. And then I went uh, 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 and got filled with the Holy Ghost in the Church of God in Christ and learned about holiness. But I knew this. There was something in me that was longing for God. My background is beer and whiskey. I worked for the Miller Brewing Company. I was an executive at Joseph E. Seagram's. I went from beer to whiskey, executive. And I used to sit there. My expense account was 5000 a week, and I had to spend that getting people drunk. Traveling all over the eastern USA. And I used to sit there and I used to think, I do not want to get old like these guys. They had liver problems. They had skin problems. But I asked God to put me in the beer business when I was getting out the Army. And an admiral hired me, made me a marketing director, gave me a brand. You're going to be on this team and you're going to introduce this brand to the world. So I learned how to do that. The brand was called Miller Lite Beer. Then the whiskey company sent recruiters and hired me to the whiskey company. My brand was called Crown Royal. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Then I get saved and God said, you can't use none of that. I don't want you to use none of it. I said, God, I got all these degrees. I got all this education. And he said, I want you to teach at an eighth grade reading level. Oh, man. And then I told you I had to get delivered from all that. All, 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 all that. So some people, because, because I walked around here in a denim skirt, pair of penny loafers, a t-shirt, and a blazer for many years and happy. So some people, when they first meet me, they think I must have an IQ of minus 11. 
It's okay. I don't care. Do I care? I'm telling you, God is not concerned with that stuff. God is concerned with souls. God said, I want you to remember one thing, Erica. said, yes. In this cleanup woman job I'm giving you, this washerwoman, this scrub woman, all souls are mine. And the soul that's in it, it shall die. He said, I don't want you to forget where I brought you from. I don't want you to forget that I taught you how to love. You didn't know nothing about no love. I taught you how to love. And as you serve me, it's going to be hard. He said, because they're a stiff neck and a rebellious generation. He said, but you got to love the hell out of them. He said, you've got to love the hell out of them. And you bring them to me. You bring them to me. That's your only job. You bring them to me. I'll fix them. I will fix them. If you ever see my old stuff, it say, reconnect to Jesus. Reconnect to God. Reconnect to Jesus. Integrate with God. That's why it says that. So so my job is to bring people to Jesus. Just, that's all I got to do. I ain't got to do nothing else. The scripture says, those who love God will suffer persecution. It's true. You will suffer persecution. But you keep your eyes on Jesus, you can suffer it and move right on through it. It's not going to come back on you double. Just get free one time. Really free. You see, the Bible says that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's what your goal should be. Righteousness, right standing with God. Peace, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Joy, the joy of the Lord is your strength. But you see, some of you fighting God, you fighting him to get what he wants to free to give you. That's crazy. When the Bible says, surrender. Surrender. You're scared of surrendering to God. But you ought, you ought to know this. There's nothing God going to put on you. There's nothing God going to give you that he can't equip you for. He probably already has equipped you. But for some reason, you're so rooted and grounded in the, the Bible said, the rudimentary things of the world. Rudimentary. Surrender. You're so busy 
trying to be concerned with what this person thinks. Let me tell you something. If they don't think, if they think you, it doesn't matter what they think. Why? Because God said that the king's head is in his hand and he turns it whichever way he wants to. You can make it. You can make it big because that's God's desire. Because we serve a big God. And he wants to make his people big. Why? Because the bigger he makes his people, the bigger he is over this earth. Please, get yourself together. Don't purpose in your heart. You Look, let me say this. Do you really think God is in you, Jesus is in you, the Holy Spirit is in you? Do you really think God's going to waste himself fighting a devil? Months and months and years and years and days. I mean, for real. Let's be for real. As big as God is, as great as God is, and he's in you, do you think he's going to waste his greatness fighting the devil every day of your life? I mean, for real now. Let's get real. God ain't got to fight no devil. He's already been defeated. You. You. have been fed a bunch of lies. Do you really think that? Do you really think Jesus is going to defeat the devil again and again and again and then ride down here with his face on the white horse to, 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 to meet some defeated people, to, to meet some people that don't believe they can win anyway? That's why you keep fighting them because you don't believe you don't believe God's ability to bring that devil under subjection. If you did, you would be fighting. You know what? This is why you go to war. You go to war to win a battle and get out and have the spoils, period. You don't go to war to fight and fight and fight and fight and fight. That's just crazy. When you gonna win? If you think you're gonna have to fight this battle the rest of your life, you're a loser. You done lost. You go to war, you're either gonna win or you're gonna lose. But if your objective is to fight, to fight, to fight, to fight, to fight, you already lost and you ain't gonna never win. You go to war to win the battle. You go to war to come out of war victorious. To come out of war. God did not design you to be fighting those devils the rest of your life. He didn't. How are you going to help somebody else and you can't even win your battle? Answer me that. God did not design it that way. 
God said it's over there in the book of Revelation. He that overcometh, I'm going to give you something. He that overcometh, I'm going to give you something else. He that overcometh, I'm going to equip you with something else. He that overcometh. That is how God defines winning the battle. Overcoming. You're not only supposed to have a good mother, you're supposed to have a good day in Christ every day. Every day. Yeah, you might have to overcome a difficulty, but that's what you call to be, overcomer. I'm probably going to lose some more people because I'm telling you the truth this morning. But that's okay. I'm not engaged in no endless losing battle. I'm in this thing to win it and move on. The reason I stay in here is because I want to equip people. I want to bring people that have dubbed themselves losers. I want to equip people that have dubbed themselves hopeless. I want to bring the losers into victory. I want to bring the hopeless into hope. But brothers and sisters, I want to bring the non-overcomers into overcomers, and then they can help somebody else overcome. That's a miserable life. Fighting every day. It's so negative. It's so downtrodden. You know that old song, Victory in Jesus, My Savior Forever? Brothers and sisters, you were born to overcome. You were born again, I should say, to overcome. You were born again to be victorious. Is everybody going to do it? No. Because everybody is not a believer. Everybody not going to believe. And that's a big, big problem. And God don't ask you to believe in yourself. He asks you to believe in him. But the world doesn't tell you, you can do it, you can believe in yourself, and you can blah, 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 blah. And look, ain't none of them overcoming nothing. But those and then Satan say, look, I'm going to show you a way. I- I'm going to show you a way. You can achieve what you want. But you got to give up. He'll, he'll try to portray God as <clears throat> weak and unfaithful. Not so. You see, a lot of people who walk one foot on this side and one foot in the dark side. Ain't nothing going to happen for you. You're going to be miserable. You're going to be tormented. Because you cannot confess God and live in hell. You cannot live in hell and try to demonstrate God. It ain't going to work. 
then it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I, I, I wrote this little book, you know, for the people that um, uh, I was going to give it to the people that prayed. And this is what I, I had a problem titling it. And I finally came to this title. Tripartite truth. You can oppress your own spirit. Tripartite truth. Tripartite spirit, soul body. You can oppress your own spirit. I went back. Now, this is something I wrote a long time ago. But I just wrote it and just threw it on the shelf like a lot of stuff I write. In the USB, threw it in the USB and forgot it, forgot all about it. Brothers and sisters, God is raising you up out of your past failures, your past weaknesses. Your past, past, whatever it is. All God wants you to do is love him back with all of you. All your spirit, all your soul, and all your body. Because, see, who you love, you you follow. But then at the same time, he wants you to, what, fear him? If you fear him, you'll defeat the devil. Simple. You will defeat the devil, and God does not. It, 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 the Bible says God, it, it, he showed you in his word. So, somebody... Call me up and tell me what you think you hear me saying this morning. I'd like to know. Put your number in the chat room or hit one if you're in the blog talk. Hit one if you're in the blog talk. I want to know what you think I'm saying this morning. I hate it. I hate when people miss their visitation with God. I hate it when people are not able to access all that God has for them. I hate it because I know it's a dirty, low-down trick of the devil. He wants you broke, poor, busted, and disgusted. And then he wants you to say, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer. Because the half of the world was going to say, you're a Christian, you're a believer, and you're in this kind of shit. I don't want that. Because Satan will say, I'll give you this, I'll give you that. But your witness, the witness of God is in you. You think God wants a faulty witness? When all you got to do is love him with your whole self. Give him your whole self. It is he that increases you. 
in himself, of himself, and by himself. See, nobody tell me what you think I'm saying this morning. That's okay. That's okay. I understand it. I do. I'll be here tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And people still be flying in and getting delivered, driving in, more now more so than ever. It's just a little wake-up call. It's just a little wake-up call. And I'm going to send that book out. See, God got somebody somewhere with what you need. But you got to go get it. You got to put some effort into it. You got to put some want to. You see, the whole world is crying out for deliverance now. They got to get it. The airway spirits are terrible. You can't even breathe. They're so thick and permeating. Do you know how to get them free? I mean, really free? Anybody can stand up with a big mouth and shout out a devil. That's more than that. Do you know how to reconnect them to God? He's everything they need. He's everything they'll ever need. Or will you be like so many other failures and try to point them to you? You can't heal them. You can't deliver them. You can't save them. But Christ in you can. God in you can. Jesus in you can. But will you be so bold enough? Do you so full of him? that you'll even want to share it. That you'll even want to share it, brothers and sisters. People are dying every day. Now more so than ever. You alive. You can tell somebody else how they can be alive, too. Will you do it, though? Will you do it? Self-satisfaction is a dog. Especially when we haven't attained to anything yet. We're working on it. working on it. Don't let the devil trick you out of your blessing. He wants to. He wants to. 
And you know what? The perception is that you get mad with the preacher. But the truth is you mad with yourself. So then you say, we run off. I'm going to find somebody else that does it my way. That's good. Just don't forget to deal with your demons because they're going with you. And now you got to fight a whole new battle, a whole new whole new framework for demons. But that's okay. That's just good practice for you. Overcome. Wherever you go, you're going to have to overcome. You're going to have to overcome. Stop magnifying the devil. Magnify God. Get victory in your life. Overcome. God got something for you, but it's only through overcoming. It's a beautiful day today. And I pray you have a beautiful day today. And every part of my body was in place Many people died and never saw this day So another day I live, I appreciate Don't ever wanna act too high and mighty Cause tomorrow I can fall down on my face Doing everything, Lord, I give you praise And I put a smile on my face Lord, I thank you for sunshine Thank you for rain
pray for Amir today. Amir. He's only 17. He's here for prayer. His name is Amir. He's, he's the one with the Tunisian, from Tunisian, with the Tunisian heritage. Okay? Tunisian heritage. So God is going to work a miracle in his life today. I believe Jesus. I believe God. I did see some, some, um, some, uh, some lights up. Let me see who this is. Good morning. I just opened your mic. Who is this, please? Good morning. This is Kim. Did you have, did you hit one? Kim? Yes. Okay. You got it. Um, you just wanted us to share what we thought you were saying. Um, for me, it was very confirming, and it just goes back to the first word you said at the very beginning, which was pursue. Um, but that's a process, and um, you were sharing your heart and your experiences. Um, so for me, there was, there was um, just confirming. It was, it, was, it was more confirming and um, just really knowing what the full mission is. At the end of the day, there are souls dying every day. And we are assigned a certain amount of souls to rescue and bring to Jesus, not us. <laughs> Jesus does right. the saving. We're just the right. connector. And mm-hmm. so in order to do that, though, um, there's things that we need to deal with in ourselves and be aware of and be knowledgeable of. And mm-hmm. it's taking you um, 35 years um, of just going through the process and staying diligent. And uh, two words that the Lord spoke over me and that I felt that he was stirring me was um, consistency mm-hmm. and transition. And mm-hmm. I feel that um, those were the two words that um, just keep sticking out to me. Every time I hear um, you share um, when I hear about others' deliverances, is this is a consistent thing? It's an everyday thing, and it mm-hmm. transitions you. T- the more closer you get to God, the more He reveals Himself to you. Um, mm-hmm. The more He can trust you. Um, it's not about being knowledgeable about the Word so much. It's it's helpful, but it does nothing if you're just going to be fed on the Word. It's more about doing the Word, um, mm-hmm. doing what He's called you to do, and not be afraid. Um, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes you have to do it even when you are and kill those emotions, right? <laughs> kill the flesh. Right. right. So, yeah, so that's what I was getting. So um, I just want to say thank you so much um, for just being transparent, for being real. Um, I was a person who also listened to some of the people that you mentioned. Um, but it's interesting how Holy Spirit will be like, mm, something's off there. And you don't have to know the answers right away, but in your spirit, intuitively, something tells you, like, something is off. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, again, listening to you is like, oh, it reconfirms it. So I just want to say thank you, Dr. Erica. You're welcome. Thank you, Kim. And you got, you, you got it. You, you, it makes me feel good because you are confirming my mission. That's my mission. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank I, you. I love you. Okay. Love you too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Uh, let's see here. It's a couple of them lit up now. Well, uh-oh. Uh, 4467, you've been lit up. Hi. Hey. Uh, this is 
this is the artist again. Okay. And I just wanted to say that what you just said about don't glorify the demons. Mm-hmm. Don't give. But what I just want to report that I was working on my art, and and the the Lord said to shut it down, or I thought the Lord said shut it down, so I disassembled it all, and mm-hmm. just completely after I'd almost finished it. And what the problem was that there were so many demons that showed up on one, on the cross of the mail. And I thought, I don't want to give glory to the demonic. Mm-hmm. And that's something I'd like to say that when we run into the demonic, when we are in working with the Lord, what, what, what happens? What can you give us to help us understand Simple. How did go. You... Go. What? Go. Go. <laughs> go. You get it? No. <clears throat> what was the question? I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat it again. What was the question? No. The question I... is mm-hmm. when when I saw that the figures I had for the male on the cross were very demonic mm-hmm. feeling. I didn't think that I should go there and give mm-hmm. the demons any glory. Mm-hmm. But then it's in a repentant peace, so they're not going to be, you know. In other words, I just got thrown <laughs> by seeing the that manifest in my art, okay. and okay. So, so I shut down. Okay. Okay. What you should have done? Dabo! Go! <laughs> well, I did, and I tore it up. I got rid of it. And now you got to put it back together because the demons left. Yeah, they left. That's right. Now you can put it back together in a, in, in a glorifying God kind of way. Yes. That, I'm going to do that, but I had to disassemble it. <laughs> Yeah, but you ain't got to tell the devil but one thing. Go! He shows up. He's always going to show up. But the point <laughs> is, you have to tell him, go! I see you. Go! Get out. I told you to get out. Go! Why you taking so long, devil? Go! Now! <laughs> okay. All right. I got it. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. Praise Go. God. Get out of here. Go. That's right. <laughs> I got him. I got him. Flew him all across the room. He was out of there. <laughs> I have to reassemble the whole thing and get it right. But it's all there. I just got him out of there. I tell you. Okay, thank get, you. Get busy. Get busy. <laughs> get busy. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. I see one more. Uh, nine eight one zero. Oh. Hello. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing good. Who is this? 
This is Greg. Hey, Greg, where you been? I've been here and there, everywhere. <laughs> and I, I love you. I love you, I too. I love you, Auntie. I, I miss you. you, and I love your auntie. I'm, you know, so glad. I'm so glad to hear your voice. You know, I hear you from time to time, and what little I hear from you, I go, God, you knew exactly who to bring to be my mentor. I love that woman. To hear the fire, and I go, oh, I love her. You picked the right one. That's how, the how one. That, how, how your mom and daddy doing? But my mom and dad are doing fine. Everything's all right. Um, it, you know what? It, it, for a while there, they keep on saying, Greg, why do you keep on talking about spirits? Even my friends. One of them goes, why, why does Greg keep on talking about spirits? Because they're involved with us. After a while, I, I keep on telling them. If, if I meet someone at work, a new employee, they come in, they go, oh, you, you're a Christian? Oh, okay. You hear from God? Okay. What does the devil sound like? The devil? I don't hear the devil. You hear the devil? I go, yeah, I hear demons. Don't you? They go, no, I don't. I go, then how do you know it's God? There you go. I go how do you know? <laughs> and I, and I, I tell them, I go, don't, don't, can't you tell the difference? I go, listen, I'll give you an example. My brother and I get in an argument. He's all wrong. He's disrespecting in everything. And I go in my room. I talk to God. God doesn't talk to me about my brother. God talks to me about me. He goes, you know, you shouldn't have said it quite that way. Maybe you should, you should have been this way. All the things. It doesn't matter if I did a little something wrong. He's going to tell me about me and talk to me. And I'll be, you know what, God, you're right. And I'll be so happy. I'm going to go tell myself. I'm going to beg my brother's forgiveness. And I'm going to go, I'm not even thinking about whatever he said or did. And the next thing I know, inside my gut, I feel twisted. My joy is gone. You know what? He shouldn't have said that to you. You know, he disrespected you. I think, wow, my joy's going, oh, I know who that is. And I give him that example. One moment, I'm all happy. I'm going to apologize, get on my knees and kiss his feet. Next moment, I'm feeling sick to my stomach. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Who's speaking? Or someone gets mad at me. And I go, I go why'd you say that to me? I don't know. It just popped in my head. Well, who said that? It Was that you? Was that God or the devil? Oh, Greg, stop saying that. Well, who, who was it? <laughs> And, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to hear this. You know I'm happy to hear this. And sometimes I think, you know, I hear you, and I want to encourage everyone. If you still have that burning desire, your heart's desire to go and do something for God, you didn't miss your chance yet. It may not be exactly the way. Oh, who knows? I'm not, all I know is that it hasn't gone yet. If you still have that in your heart, if you're not over yet. Don't let that doubt come in and tear it away. Don't give up. Don't give up. Because a righteous person falls many times to get back up. A wicked person falls and is undone. Are you righteous? You're righteous in Christ. Yeah. So keep on going. Get back up. God don't trip. God don't trip on the fact that your feet is dirty. He wants Amen. to get back in the game. Yes, get back up, go tell him, get cleaned up, and he'll, he'll dust you off and say, get back in the game. Keep going. Don't stop. Thank if you get thrown down in the mud, God is showing you. He's showing you where your weak areas. Not just your weak areas. You already knew it, but you need to be thrown down to where you're humbled and where you have to really examine yourself. 
Because you see it and you ignore it to where you can't even throw you can't you can't deny it. It's there in front of you scaring you in the face so you look in the mirror. And then when you come to that realization you go then you fight for your life again. Mm-hmm. It's a battle. You count the mm-hmm. cost, you go, and you find out that it's just a battle just to go. Yeah. But you hey, don't, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't. You represent the I'm, Navajo You know that, right? Yes. You represent the Navajo Nation. And these words you're speaking going right out over the Navajo people, over the Navajo Nation, and everything in between through the airways. When I go back again, I'm not going back like I did last time. I was in sin. That's why they slapped me around. But I ain't going back like that again. Nah. You're right. When we talked the other day, you can't go in the battle with any type of sin. There's no shame to go to the Father and discuss things with him. Yeah. I admire all those people that can speak their life and tell every little thing about themselves. That's not an easy thing. Right. That is not an easy thing to tell. And it's almost as hard as crying for God. At least I think so. You know, when you're by yourself, you, you think you let it go, but for some reason there's that pain there. But it's cool. I didn't understand as a child that when I was talking to God and I had that doubt and I felt his presence leaving, I didn't know that he should keep on praying, keep on talking, and the presence would come back. I thought he left. He didn't. No. Don't give up. Praise God. Get back up. Get back up. Get back up and get back in the game. Get back up. Get back in the game. Thank you, Greg. You're welcome. Love you. I love you, too. And I'm, you know what? I still want to go to you and learn and learn and learn. This is not done yet. I know it's not done. It's Because you got a, you got a mission back to the Navajo people. You know that. Yes, I do. You know, it's like I said uh, to all you. You still got the desire. You got the uh, that, that that thing still burns in you. It's not over yet. Not over yet. Not over yet. Okay, brothers and sisters, this is Erica coming to you from under open heaven in Dalton, Georgia. Jesus Believers Church, home of the tagline. I said, home of the tagline. I see you later. Trying to be something I'm not to please everyone else. I look deep in the mirror to find everything that isn't right with myself. God only knows I've tried to fight it, fight it. It's just the world for so He's crying, crying. The devil is a
Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.